Hey, it's great to be with you today. We're in 1 Corinthians. If uh, you have your Bibles, turn with me to 1 Corinthians. And gr- a great, great epistle. It's going to be a lot of fun to go through, and I'm thankful that you're taking the time to do that. We're going to start in verse 2 today, where the Scripture says this, To the church of God, which is at Corinth. Very simple uh, today. Of course, Paul the Apostle is the one who authored this epistle. And uh, Corinth was a really challenging place for Paul to minister. I don't know if you're old enough to remember this, but uh, years ago there was a commercial for a car manufacturer. And the person who was doing the commercial, his name was Ricardo Montalban. And he uh, was an actor. Actually, he was in the original Fantasy Island. He was like the main character. So some of you, while well, watch the new Fantasy Island, I've never seen it before. But this guy was the actor in the old one. And in this commercial, He's talking about this car, total luxury car, and he's talking about the interior, how amazing it is, and the seats are made of fine Corinthian leather. And whenever I read this epistle, you know, I, I hear his voice, you know, and that, um, that kind of uh, exotic accent. And it really, you know, it expresses a lot about the city of Corinth, you know, Corinthian leather. Corinth was an opulent, very wealthy city. Uh, It was also a city that was steeped in immorality, a very, very sensual city. If you were thinking of a modern equivalent to ancient Corinth, you would think Las Vegas. Uh, And so, and you know, sometimes I make the joke that, you know, they're saying back in the day in Corinth was what happens in Corinth stays in Corinth. It was like so similar, sensually oriented, um, for sure, opulent and wealthy. Uh, a place where entertainers and celebrities would roll through, especially great orators and great speakers, great philosophers, uh, individuals with not just wisdom, but this capacity to communicate it in a way that would bring awe to those who were listening. Uh, you know, one of those places that I think if you were a Christian back in the day, you might think, man, that city is just too, it's just too messed up. It's just too jacked up. Like it's it's so lost. It's so consumed in sin, um, it was known for the multiple gods and goddesses that were worshipped. In fact, uh, as you were walking down the main thoroughfare in the city of Corinth, maybe heading towards um, the temple, there would be shrines to just about every god that was worshipped across the globe at the time. So it was just really steeped in, you know, false religion. And I think for some Christians, like I said, it would have been, man, that place, that place is just so far gone. It's kind of like ancient Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, It's worthy of the justice of God. And I love the heart of Paul. You know, he knew that those people were lost and that they needed the gospel of Jesus Christ. And he was willing, he was willing to go into a city that was not an easy city city to minister uh, in. And he's going to give some autobiographical information to this church on what it was like when he was initially in Corinth. We're going to talk about that in a couple of days. And it's going to blow your mind. But I just want to simply say to you today that I think a lot of times we look at people and they might be so far gone and so steeped in sin and so against God, um, whether it's just their attitude, maybe they're atheists, they're hard atheists, you know, they're they're naturalists. Um, maybe it's because there's some sinful life, lifestyle that they're deeply engaged in. Maybe it's a, a sinful lifestyle that's taboo in our culture because, you know, there are still some things that, that remain uh, as taboo even in our 
our decadent culture. And sometimes as Christians, you know, we look at those people and we think, oh man, they're so far gone. There's no way God could. Um, or, you know what, they're so messed up. I don't really, I just want to stay as far away from those people as I possibly can. And I'm grateful for the Apostle Paul that was able to see beyond those things to the deep need that the people in Corinth had, which really was the gospel of Jesus Christ. They were separated from God and they needed to be, needed to be reconciled. Their life was just a manifestation of their lostness. It didn't disqualify them from the message. It actually meant that they needed the message more. It qualified them for the preaching of the Apostle Paul. You know, let's be careful. We can be so judgmental and so critical and create categories in our culture almost as if we are in the place of determining who deserves to hear the gospel and who doesn't hear the gospel, doesn't deserve to hear the gospel. It may make you feel uncomfortable. It may put you in a position or a situation, you know, that isn't easy to be in. But if Jesus was willing to go from heaven to earth to condescend that far, I think you and I can take a step towards people who may be the outcasts, who may be the marginalized, um, who may be considered unworthy of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I'm just talking about the church's attitude. Maybe we are the ones who need to identify who those people are, and we need to make an effort to actually go after them. Let's do that today. God's going to place somebody in your life that desperately needs to hear the message of Jesus. Don't ignore them. Don't, um, don't disregard the divine appointment, but take a step of faith and watch God do an amazing work. Father, we're thankful today that you provide those opportunities, give us strength and courage and faith to receive them and to share the message of the cross in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a great day.